0: I'm Derek Thompson, the host of the podcast, Plain English. We tackle technology, politics, culture, history, everything that's happening in the world and why it matters. New episodes of Plain English drop every Tuesday and Friday on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu.
2: This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. Visit Amazon.com/slash Pure Leaf and enter TWENTY PURE LEAF for twenty percent off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea.
3: Hello, and welcome to it was all a stream. We are recapping Real Housewives of Miami. Ah. Oh. Zach, it's so nice to be with you, IRL, by the way.
0: IRL, fresh in the new year, twenty twenty three, starting off strong, bringing some Miami heat Bring, from Los Angeles.
3: Yes, from LA, this cold weather bringing Miami heat to this LA
0: rainy, gloomy weather.
3: Um, Zach, how was how was your new year? How was your holiday? I feel like it's been it's been a minute.
0: It has been a minute. It's been good. Well, because you weren't here last week. You were no. too busy living it up in the Turks and Caicos yes. like you were on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip.
3: Yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> indeed. I visited the Conch Shack. I went by the house that they stayed at. Um, Love. You guys, it was, it was amazing. It, it's hard to be back, but it's easy to be back with you. So here we are.
0: Here we are, (laughs) ready to get into all the Miami dish.
3: Oh, gosh. And it was hard to not be here for that recap last week because, my goodness, everything with Lisa and Lenny is just getting bigger and bigger, nastier and nastier. And you and Callie did a great job recapping it, though. I love listening.
0: Yes. Loved chatting with Callie. So many hot takes, and it's like you have to have (laughs) hot takes when you're talking about Miami.
3: Yes, indeed. Well, let's go ahead and jump into some of the news of the week. Um, There was a lot. There was a lot. Let's start with a low, and then we'll get to the high. Um, The low being Martina... Navratilova has been diagnosed with two forms of cancer. Um, she said this past Monday that she has been diagnosed with throat cancer and breast cancer. Um, you know, she's an 18-time Grand Slam singles champion and a member of the International Tennis Hall of Fame, as well as the wife to Real Housewives of Miami's Julie Et. Um, So sad news, it was, it was sad, shocking.
0: Very sad news. I am glad that they caught it early. It is stage one. Mm -hmm. It's an HPV cancer. Um, And they're like, we caught it early enough. We saw some lymph nodes. It it hasn't progressed too far. So I'm optimistic and hopeful that they'll be able... I mean, this type of HPV cancer, they say, is very treatable. Um, It's a little scary being that it's spread from the neck and the breast. Sorry, the throat and the breast. Mm -hmm. But you know, I think she's a fighter. She's strong. She's going to what does she play tennis? She's gonna take out her racket and she's gonna beat those can- cancer cells.
3: Yes, she is. Um, yeah, I know. It's just really sad. And you know, hopefully, we're seeing some stuff going on with her and Juliet's marriage right now. Julia, I keep calling her Juliet. Julia, <laughs> <laughs> um, Julia's marriage right now. But hopefully, we. They're there for each other, supporting one another. Um,
0: yeah, and if anything, this will probably like bring them closer together since mm-hmm. they were a little distant. and They were spending a lot of time apart. I think you know when there is a, a threat like that, when you have to like face a big disease or you're you know you're faced with your own mortality. I think it really kind of makes you rethink some things and you're yeah. like you know what let me milk some goats and not go skiing this weekend
3: yes exactly Stay with my wife. <laughs> um and in some i guess happier news uh our girl lisa is still hitting the town with that tech ceo jody uh she rang in the new year with a new boo and good for her yes good for her she looked amazing um and a whole like all black jumpsuit they're at the Versace mansion having dinner he actually looks a lot better in these photos than he did in New York like I'm like okay I see it now like very good looking they've been posting stuff on social so yeah Lisa's Lisa's getting her groove back
0: good for her she needs to get her groove back new year new dick that's my motto <laughs> I mean obviously not for you because you're engaged I but for those of us that are single or going through a divorce.
3: <laughs> I I will co-sign that for, <laughs> for all those that are on the market. Yes. Um I, yeah, I'm very excited for her. I'm very happy for her. Um, especially because we're seeing right now on the show things just not play out in a positive way. Um, speaking of, you know some tea about um her girl uh... Katharina. Katharina. Well, not her girl. Lenny's
0: mistress. (laughs) That's what we're calling her.
3: Lenny's mistress. Um, what's going on with her? What is she interjecting herself into now?
0: I mean, you know, like, I feel like Lenny and Katharina just need to stop talking to the press. Like, they need to stop giving their page six... six, six Listen, I love page six. (laughs) Shout out to page six. Love them. But... They need to stop talking to the press because every time they talk, it just makes them look 10 times worse. Mm-hmm. So, Katharina's accusing Lisa of cyber stalking her and leaving mean comments from fake Instagram accounts. She has a, a Shaw exposed account, but yeah. just about Katharina. Yeah. Um, and so, she says that Lisa has also been lying about her immigration status and trying to, or alluding to the fact that she's trying to get her deported. And so this is all coming in response to, I guess there was an account on Instagram, Real as Miami dot peacock. They were posting that they saw that Katharina was liking. Old family photos yes. of Lisa and Lenny.
3: Creepy.
0: And Lisa was like, oh, Yeah, she's creeping. She was following me up until recently. And like this whole thing is weird. Yeah. And so Katharina is clapping back at her saying that, you know, oh, well, the real why are you talking about my social media activity when the real reason the restraining order got denied is because you're a cyber, you're a psycho cyber stalker. And she said, this is her quote to, to page six, because there's a new one from her and Lenny every week. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is the judge found on record that she had committed those acts but felt that Lisa was a woman scorned and as such, under some limited case law, it should be expected for a woman scorned to retaliate.
3: That's not a legal... But no. It's not a legal ground. That's not... <laughs>
0: judges aren't like... <laughs> You're a woman and you've been scorned. I roll with you. <laughs> yeah. No.
3: The fuck? Um, This woman is psychotic. I saw the liked photos. I believe it was like a holiday photo of them last year. And it's like, how gross. Like this happy family. And you're just li- like, it really, like you said it last week, like single white female, like trying to like come in, just take over Lisa's spot. And it's just so disturbing. And like... It's hard to fat like, I, midlife crisis, like, you see it in shows and TV, like, but to see Lenny living that out right now, is that really what it, like, how demented are you that you're, like, willing to, like, throw away your family, be with a woman that's obviously been preying on you for so long, like, make it make sense like I just I don't understand the male psychology behind this I don't understand his psychology behind
0: this well I think the women were like I think Alexia said it this week she's like midlife crisis you know pussy whip she's like everything he has everything right now everything in gonorrhea is what he has and he's trying to work out his new life with Katharina and it's It is very bizarre, but it's bizarre for her to be like, she was following Lisa and following their family and liking their photos. Like, how do you see their family photos that Lenny was posting? Not that Lisa was posting, but that Lenny was posting. And then you think it's okay to just insert yourself into the relationship. And listen, I don't think you can break up. Like, I don't like to blame the mistress for breaking up a happy marriage because you can't break up a happy marriage if the marriage is happy. It's fine and we're going to stick through it. But I mean, it's just like the constant creepy single white female stuff that keeps coming to light. And then the constant, you know, statements to the press. It's just like, go to Turks and Caicos and live a happy (laughs) life together. Like, we don't need to keep inserting ourselves and making this worse.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and before we have, uh, before we jump into the recap of this newest episode, I will say, uh, after I got back from vacation... I wanted to watch some TV and I decided to rewatch season one of Real Housewives of Miami. And man, was it a delight.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so different. <laughs> so
3: different, but also so the same. Like yeah. Larsa and Adriana s- did not like each other from the start. Like it was so, Larsa was also like quite annoying. Um, oh yeah, she was horrible. obnoxious. Yes, and so, and I hadn't watched it since it came out years ago. So it was really funny. And then also watching the, um. The the uh, reunion on the Watch What Happens Live set, like so chaotic, so great, so chaotic. And I also decided to watch um, Cocaine Cowboys, as Adriana mentioned Ah. it in the prior week's episode. I was like, let me see what this is about. So I learned a lot about Alexia and and whatnot and her former ex husband. Um,
0: craziness. I loved it. You just had a whole Miami binge.
3: Yeah, I did. And I enjoyed it. I'm going to probably go back home tonight and watch season Start two. Season Two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So, Zach, why don't you get us into this next episode, or to, uh, last week's episode? Yes.
0: So, we're picking up where we left off last week, which is basically this drama between Alexia and Julia because she called, she made the, the, Comment about Russian hookers and Julia is still really upset about it. And listen, this is the most interesting Julia's been on the show. Yeah. She's finally had some words to say. Um, at this point, I was like, "Go be a Russian hooker. Like, no shame to Russian hookers. Like, let them live their lives." And she was even like, "Sometimes they don't like try to be Russian hookers. They just like have to be." And like, I'm just like, "Let them be. Like, let Melissa Gorga be a stripper and let Julia be a Russian hooker. And I'm fine with both of those. I just think this argument, though, it's like, okay, let the mouse go. Like, obviously, yeah." Ale- Alexia has said she's sorry, and she's not going to take any more accountability. She's giving you the most you're going to get out of her. Take it for the Ramona apology and move forward. I
3: actually thought, and call me delusional, um, that Alexia's initial apology was genuine. Yeah. And then once Julia wouldn't let it go, she started to in some ways, put her foot in her mouth. Yeah. And so, like, I wish, like, after Alexia said sorry, like, Julia said, well, this is why it made me feel this way, but I appreciate you apologizing. And they, like, let it go. But, um... Yeah, I, I I agree with you though. It, it has been the most interesting. Julia has been this yeah. season actually ever since she's been housewife. Ever since, yeah. Um, so I appreciate her not letting it go, and I appreciate that fight outside of the, <laughs> the little coffee stand and the lady just kind of staring on. Like, yeah. those are the moments when I'm like, man, I wish I was there. Like, you the wish fight- you were
0: the barista. Uh,
3: yeah, I wish I was the barista. I wish I was a patron at Peter's. Uh. Restaurant in Miami with that fight, like there's so many like housewife things where it's just like, why wasn't I there? Like especially Beverly Hills, I'm like, oh man, like they shoot in so many locations that I go to, like why couldn't I have been there that day? You know. I know,
0: so. and then you can see the real scoop and not the edited version. Yes,
3: exactly. Like I would die to be one of those those Lie people. Yes, yes. I
0: know. But I feel like at some point, like, we need to let the mouse go. Like, she apologized. She apologized. And I, again, I think it was because Julia kept kind of dragging it out yeah. that Alexia kept. Then she started getting defensive. And then it's she doubling started down. doubling down. <laughs> um, which I was like, okay, we, somebody— <laughs> Marisol, can you just pull her Wrangle
3: out? her. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: let's just, you know— reel it in Um, and then this is when Gertie decides that she wants to insert herself because she's trying to be part of the conversation and she doesn't feel like she's being heard and the women are like well it's because you don't know how to make a clear point and then you have all these crazy facial expressions and then we have Kiki doing her little, (laughs) which I loved her little photo shoot in her confessional with all Gertie's expressions
3: Yeah, you know, I didn't realize Gertie was so flamboyant with her, like, communication until all the women pointed it out. And then, of course, the Peacock editors decided to show us, too. (laughs) Um, But I actually agreed with the women where it's like she jumps in at the complete wrong time. Yeah, And even, too, like, I guess she was still kind of steaming over her comments about um, Lisa's divorce and how Larsa kind of said, like, you should have, like— Because I do agree, like, I, she's allowed to have an opinion, but the opinion she had was really like harsh. Yeah, and just not like I don't I don't know. She doesn't know Lisa as long as the other women do. She hasn't been through divorce, so for her to be giving like it's your lane, it's this, it's that. Like I felt like it was just like overstepping in the advice column. Yeah, and I just feel she just completely kind of. She's loud and she just gets in there and says the wrong thing and she doesn't know how to communicate her point well and get to it quickly. Um, She's like a sudden strack in that way. where It's just like a lingering explanation that doesn't make sense and you really have to pay attention and you're kind of just like, can you be a little bit more direct so we could
0: like get to it i feel like the issue the real issue she doesn't feel like she's meshing with the group and Mm. so she forces herself in to try and have a voice and to try and have a say yeah but i think she forgets that like these women have history yeah these women have known each other for so long and she's a lot newer to the group and she came in as you know alexia's wedding planner and that was kind of her integration into the group in season one and that's when she started to meet everybody. And I think she feels like she wants to be more in the mix. Yeah, And I feel like they don't give her much of an opportunity to be in the mix. But I think it's because we're talking about Lisa's divorce. And Larsa is really close friends with Lisa. And Marisol and Adriana and... um Alexia all have history with Lisa and they knew Lenny from way back in the day and they never liked Lenny. And so they feel, whereas I think like Nicole, she kind of is supportive in that role, but she's not over inserting herself, even though, you know, she's also married and she could also have an opinion on a relationship. She's like, listen, these women have their opinions. I'll insert myself when necessary, but I don't need to feel like my voice needs to be heard at the table. She
3: was gentler when she articulate it you know what you reminded me of when you were talking was um erica jane saying to Doree, um you talk too much like i say important shit you say bullshit or something like that (laughs) like that to me is is gertie in a sense where it's just like maybe peel back and like don't try to fill the empty empty noise with just voices yeah just like listen take it in and then kind of jump in what did you think of alexia calling herself the star um did that bother you at all (laughs)
0: I mean, let's be honest. She's the star of Real Houses of Miami. She's been the star <laughs> since season one. She's the, the sole remaining. I mean, Marisol got demoted. Adriana got demoted. Lisa came in late. Larsa left for a minute. Alexia really is, aside from that one season that she was demoted because her son got into the car accident, which was, I think, season three, mm-hmm. um, two or three. Aside from that, like, she she brings the Miami heat. I think Alexia is the Teresa of Miami.
3: I love her. I can't stop staring at her. I think she is a star. I like I don't know how someone is so beautiful. <laughs> like, watching her are a bit much. I don't I'm in, I'm into everything that she she looks like.
0: <laughs> no, she looks great. And then in her confessionals when she has titties out and she's just like living her life yes. and she got the she's got it down.
3: Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous woman. Um and then they get to cigar rolling. Yes. And you were telling me about what's lockjaw.
0: Okay, not lockjaw, <laughs> TMJ, which can happen with lockjaw because I struggle with TMJ. Uh-huh. Um, and it's because I'm a I'm a clencher. Okay. So my jaw muscles, if you're a clencher or you're a teeth grinder, you usually struggle with TMJ. So even like my jaw, I was at the dentist the other day. I used to go, I was, I started going to homeless, not toothless. Oh. The dentist, not the charity. Okay, I wasn't, okay. I'm I'm not toothless nor am I homeless. I don't need to go to the charity. Um, but I started going to him and then I switched to the van Pump rolls dentist who oh I really like. You're gonna have um, to
3: uh, send me some info after. That. <laughs> I'll send you info.
0: Um, but so I went to him and I was like, "Why does my jaw clock? Why does my jaw click?" And he's gonna help me fix it. But anyway, I related to Adriana when they were rolling the cigars uh-huh. because she's she's very clear that you don't want the cigars too big because if it's too big, you're gonna get TMJ and it's gonna hurt your jaw. And it's very true because when you perform fellatio, you want to make <laughs> sure that you protect the jaw, and that's why I prefer a pocket rocket if I'm with a guy. Because if it's too big, Uh then it'll hurt your jaw. Oh
3: my God. Just... If you, you struggle with everything. TMJ,
0: you want to make sure you keep the jaw, you know, limber.
3: Zach, I don't know how it is that you make me blush almost every time <laughs> we are on a podcast together. Um, Thank you for that.
0: Uh, <laughs> Adriana knows what's up. and I'm pretty sure she prefers a pocket rocket herself.
3: I would not doubt that. Um, but the cigar rolling looks fun. Uh, Slate pivot.
0: <laughs> I love that Marisol is like, Alexia, come on, you're Cuban. Your husband was from Kobe cocaine cowboys like you know how to roll a cigar
3: yeah it it looked fun actually this whole key west trip like even though it's pretty low-key for the most part and it's been derailed a bit because of lisa's you know trouble with with lenny um actually seems like a really nice like relaxing
0: girls trip it was a nice relaxing girls trip the shaman part was a little interesting
3: okay i'm done with shaman I cannot with a shaman. We had a shaman on Salt Lake. I feel like we we do these like psychic things on Beverly Hills like almost every season where it's like we did on girls trip when Kyle brought someone to read them. Like I'm t- tired of readings, tired of shamans. Like this one was actually somewhat interesting cuz it did seem like it got stuff out of the women, but like why do we need this shaman to come in? Why can't we just have these, like, naturally organic conversations with these women about, like, yeah, Kiki, do you really feel lonely? Like, tell me about your dating life. Like, why do we have to have some, like, bearded guy come in and make them cry like
0: this? I mean, two two issues. One, I think the reason we're so over the shamans is because we don't get the level of authenticity on the other shows that we get here. And two, I think it's a little disarming when it's a third party coming in that's supposed to be some sort of like expert somebody that's supposed to open you up somebody that's Mm going to cleanse your energy or read your energy you feel like you can let your guard down a little bit more whereas Mm -hmm. if you're at a table with all the women together as Gertie when she was trying to insert herself I feel like you automatically kind of feel judged and kind of on the defense whereas in this case it's somebody else that's supposed to be somewhat of an expert that's that you're coming to and he's supposed to cleanse you, heal you, open you up, whatever it is, that I feel like there's... Like, if I were to go to a psychic versus I were to go to a table of just, you know, acquaintances, I may be more willing to open up to the psychic than I would to be at a table with other women while we're filming a television show.
3: I guess. I guess. I, I will agree with you, though, where it's like, on these other shows, it, it's more seen as, like, a joke. Yeah. And, like, oh, how funny, haha, Like, oh, I don't... Like, whatever. And they don't let their guard down. Yeah. And so this was real. And we got a lot of real emotion from, like, all of the women. Um, Marisol was talking about her mother and both of her parents. Kiki was talking about not having a spouse yeah. and how troubling that is for her. I wish Kiki was more of a full-time cast member. I kind of thought they
0: were going to bump her up after season I feel like she's previous. earned it. Yeah. I enjoy Kiki. Yeah. I feel like Kiki and Marisol have definitely earned a full-time spot. I mean, maybe Marisol doesn't have as much story to give us. Well, I was
3: gonna say, do you think Marisol wants to be full-time? Oh, yeah. Oh, you do? I think she enjoys not having to share so much of her personal life, like her husband and stuff like that.
0: I guess she still kind of gets to be the star of the show without having to be so open and vulnerable. Yeah. The cocky's shtick is done. Yeah, it's I'm, out. Getting, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting tired it. of
3: the drinks. Like we all love a drink. It was like, cute. <laughs> it was fun. Unique. But now
0: every single week I'm like, okay. Yeah. I get it. That's yeah. your shtick. That's your vibe. Whatever. Pass.
3: Yeah. I'm I'm over the the
0: cocktails. Um But I will say, I I am interested more in in Marisol. Um, I really liked Lars's vulnerability of her being like, I am struggling to find a relationship right now because I had a perfect marriage. Even though it wasn't perfect marriage, but she was like, it was so good at the beginning. She's like, it's hard to find a relationship that can compare to that now. And it's like, you're never going to find a relationship. Like, you're never going to be able to compare that true love that you had once with a new love that comes into your life. It's going to be different every single time. And I feel like you know, it's, you can tell she doesn't want to let her guard down because she got hurt in her divorce very badly.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, it is the thing where you have to just like let go of the expectation and, and yeah, you can't compare any relationship to something that's coming up. Um, I did find it interesting pre-watching, watching her and Scotty in season one and stuff like that. He wasn't around much, but like, I don't know. She, mean granted she had nannies, but she did seem like a pretty present mother in some instances. But it was nice to see her stripped back in a way. Like, I don't know. She's so interesting to me. (laughs) Like, and I don't know how to explain it. Like, she was really annoying season one but there was still something that was somewhat likable about her and then watching her now like i'm getting a lot more she seems a lot more humble um she's still very confident very into herself but she's not like i'm the best at this i'm good at this i'm the most beautiful her life got checked yeah and so like it's nice to see her kind of like pulling that back and still having somewhat of like um homely is the wrong word but like motherly presence to her like especially when we see her with her daughter and stuff like that like I I don't know but it's her life is so interesting and I'm glad she came back to the show because I I I am curious if Miami gets another season which I'm sure it will like if we'll see any of this her dating the current guy that she's with now because like I I do want to see her in a more serious role and like how relationship role like enjoy seeing her date but like I'm curious to like what relationship Larsa looks like.
0: absolutely. I mean, listen, if if Dubai got a second season, they're (laughs) definitely coming back for another season in Miami. Um, But no, I agree. I like, I'm curious to see if we're going to get Marcus on the show, if they continue to date and if they are dating when next season picks up for production, because I would like to see her in a relationship, in a new relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to see her dating more. It's always hard watching housewives go on dates when they're single, because I feel like the dates just aren't, genuine they're not real they're forced they're on camera um that it's kind of just hard to go on a date in front of the cameras and like let it be honest um that i'm hoping you know we get to see that other side of larsa i think we will this
2: episode is brought to you by pure leaf Ice tea Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. Visit Amazon.com/PureLeaf and enter TWENTY PureLeaf for twenty percent off your purchase of new Pure
1: Leaf Blackberry Ice Tea. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth, plus view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate visit JiffyLube.com.
3: I will say we didn't note that Lisa did leave the trip early yes. because of everything going on with Lenny and the supposed mistress coming over um him essentially kicking his mother out like that was another thing where I was like, Wow, like this man is a fucking monster, like you do that to your kids and you do that to your mother like <sighs> I just, I, I i don't understand the psychology behind it. Like, it's really hard for me.
0: There is no psychology. I think it really is like what um, Alexia said, which was, I think, after the shaman when they all go out to dinner and then Ariana's like, everybody could be in my music video. Yeah. I think Alexia, that's when Lisa calls them, right? Yes. And she's giving them the update about, um you know, where things are with Lenny and it's wild. And I think Alexia's right. He's going through the midlife crisis. He's going through all these things and he's just trying to work it out. And then someone, I think it was Mary, so i was like but he's like 53 now like yeah. <laughs> how long is the midlife crisis supposed to last
3: and also like i don't know like you live a life of miami to me that miami is like the land of peter pans like you already like live that life where you have these extravagant parties like he kind of was like having his cake and eating it too and now he's just like fully going the other way that i just i just don't i don't get it but lisa says she's, you know suspected that she was there, the woman. Yeah. Um,
0: Finds the wine find bottles. Find the wine
3: bottles in the movie theater. Um, and yeah, I just, I'm just disturbed by the whole thing. Like there really are no words to like no. articulate how fucked up this man is.
0: Yeah. I love how Marisol's like, I never liked him. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I never liked him. I knew from the beginning. And now that all the other girls are saying it, I feel better because nobody ever really liked
3: him. Yeah, it's funny to hear that where it's like. But like, I how do know, you like, not tell Lisa that? Like, feel, as her friend. I don't know. I feel like some of the women said that they have. I feel like Lisa has said that she has realized that a lot of her friends don't like Lenny. And I guess when you're in love and you like are married and he's providing you this good life, do you really care if you- You know, you can't bring him around your friends, like
0: I guess Heather Gay syndrome. Yeah, yeah.
3: I, I, I personally wouldn't be able to do that. Like, I and she doesn't have a relationship with her her parents, right? So, like, it's not like you know her family's telling her like he's awful. Like, she doesn't have a relationship with them. Like, maybe if she had that and they were saying that, maybe she would have like thought about it a little bit more. Yeah, but like. And she was already married to him before she came around, like, came around these women. So it's not like she's going to divorce him for that. But I just would find it really difficult to, like, coexist in that world. And because Larsa even said, gosh, was I listening to a podcast? Like, they got in a fight. Another reason why they were fighting before the season. she got in a fight with Lenny, yeah. She got in a fight with Lenny. And it was like, so was Lenny fighting with all of your friends? Like, did he have these, like, scruples with everyone in your life? And you just blew it off and pretended it didn't matter or
0: like i think this happens with a lot of like housewives not real housewives on bravo but just like the housewives that have wealthy husbands and Mm -hmm. they're kind of the arm candy is they're so sold on the picture and they're so sold on proving that the picture is good enough Mm -hmm. that you know they're gonna put up with the cheating or the parties or you know the fact that my husband's a jerk or whatever the case may be they put up with it because Life's too good to ruffle the waves, you
3: yeah. know? Yeah. I I don't know.
0: I, I don't mean, know. Yeah. Did you know Ariana had sorry, Adriana had such a boom in music career? And I would you have been in her music video? Would not. <laughs> First of all, it doesn't sound— From the clip that they played on the show, I didn't— I, I will say I did not do my journalistic duty to go and listen to all of her songs. Uh, but the clip that they did show of us, I'm like, that does not sound like Adriana.
3: No, I um, I would have opted out. Um, I, I would have personally said no thank you instead of just, like, ghosting her. Um... Yeah, I, like another housewife trope. Like, I'm tired of the music careers. Well, Candice Stiller Brissette is the only yeah. person that can carry the music storyline at this point. She, she is phenomenal. She does drive back.
0: She I, has yes.
3: like an actual. Like, I want her to be the next label. Cardi
0: B in the sense that they went on a reality show yes. and then they pimped out the music career, and then it became a real music yes. career. And that's what I want for Candace because I think Candace actually has the potential to go all the way. Candice LeWan could never, okay? And yes. that's why she does cabaret, <laughs> you know, in dive bars. Well, not dive bars. She's, she's got some pretty big gigs now. But, like, see, that's the way to do a Housewives music video, yes. though, is to just kind of have them come in and do a little cameo. Yes. Not a choreography and Not we all have all. to learn a dance move like I'm glad that Alexia and Larsa and Marisol none of them went to the choreography shoot who's the only one Kiki's the only one that went. but the Kiki, Kiki one that needs the camera, time. They, needs the camera time they won't give her a mojito they need to give Kiki a mojito they need
3: to give her a mojito and I'm also like if you're gonna ask me to learn a 8 step like pay me <laughs> like I I'll go I in and I'll money. do a little bob
0: and I'll do my little thing for yeah. your cute little music video if I like you enough Which I don't think any of these women like Adriana that much. not at all. But a whole choreography is... And even the guy who came in, he was so mad. Her director, he he was was like, what are they going to do? They're going to wing it tomorrow? That's really half-assing it. Well, pay me and then I'll (laughs) give you a full.
3: Also, half-assing it is like the essence of her music career. So let's not (laughs) take ourselves too seriously here. Um, But good for Adriana for bringing... She tried. The
0: thing. Listen, she's not even a full-time housewife, and she's still trying to, you know, make her storyline and pimp out her business. So good for her.
3: Yeah, I think she wants to be a full-time more than Marisol does. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, oh, and that's one thing that we we completely glossed over was her calling oh, her her boo her boo that she thought <laughs> was not married. And then Alexia's like, No, he is married. And then she calls him and he's like, No, I'm not married. And then Alexia's like, Boom, here's the receipts. Here are the papers.
3: Yeah. Public uh, record. What do you think about that?
0: I'm not surprised, and now I get why Adriana is so bitter about these women being in relationships and having husbands. You know, she wants that, and I think she deserves that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, come on, you're too damn old to be playing the four date role. Like, oh, I'm not going to (laughs) sleep with you until four. Like, oh my god, like get over it. Like, yeah,
3: it's a little, it's a little too conservative, uh, I think. I, there shouldn't be a date rule. No, and, you're too like, old for yeah, rules. But even yet, yeah, like, I don't know. Um, yes, I was a little bit... I felt bad for her in that moment when Alexia brought out the marriage certificate. I didn't. Oh, really?
0: <laughs> because she was like, no, he's not married. Show me the papers. And then Alexia's like, fine, you want me to show you the papers? Here's the paper. And then who was it at the table was like, oh, that's so wrong. She did it in front of everybody. I'm like, Adriana wanted her. Yeah, Gertie, I love Gertie, but I'm just like, Gertie, like sometimes just let let the ball play. And I mean... It wasn't—if it embarrassed Adriana, like, Adriana's the one that made her relationship part of the show, and she brought him on the show, and she's very confident that she's going to call him on camera, and, you know, he's not going to lie to her. And listen, believe in love, sure, but, like, you know, Tristan Thompson is Tristan Thompson.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I guess I just understand, too, like, why was his lie so— far from the truth like he said he's been divorced for four years three years years. like why not say like oh i just got divorced like why not like we're in the midst of finalization like why like make
0: it so like no i'm far removed from that (laughs) (laughs) i mean people forget that like on reality tv like your lie can be exposed because if it's not the women on the show then it's the internet sleuth they're gonna dig it up and they're gonna drag you for it
3: yeah also like I mean, maybe he's divorced now because, like, he didn't ask for his face to be blurred. Like, none of that. Like, he is like out and proud cheating on his wife.
0: Well, I'm sure he signed the the release before well, yeah, this came what I mean. out on camera.
3: I got oh sure, sure, yeah.
0: Um, I'm pretty sure he was like, "Yeah, I'll go on a date with you here. Let me sign over the rights to my my image and my likeness." And then now it's like, surprise, we're exposing that you are not actually divorced. Foolish, Very buffoonery,
3: foolish. buffoonery. Truly, um, but-, but so
0: the ladies skip the choreography with with, Adri- with Adriana so that they can go and Are have you a tea. Say, key Jane. <laughs> 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 I keep wanting to call her Ariana, okay. like uh, Ariana Maddox, but Adriana. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so then they skip to go do a Kiki, and it's Alexia, Larsa, and Marisol, and then Lisa ends up going and meeting with her mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Ex-mother-in-law. I mean, are they, she's still technically the mother She's still
3: married to him, but like, I don't, oh God, I love Miami. The way they cut this mm-hmm. and like making the mother-in-law look like such a badass, walking into brunch, like I was just like, this is amazing television. Yes,
0: Peacock is definitely shooting it right. Yeah. I find it interesting, though, because, I mean, you're watching season one. Lenny's mom and Lisa, from what I remember, and I haven't watched it in a minute, but they didn't really get along that well.
3: Well, Lisa wasn't on season one. I think she oh, joins right. season she comes two. comes in season two. So I haven't seen that. But yeah, she they didn't get along very well, which Lisa spoke about, I believe, at the beginning of the season, like how much better their relationship is now. and um, And I think we also discussed how Lisa really wasn't that adamant about being a mother too and she's just like grown into seemingly what seems like a good mom and like trying to put her kids first in this situation and everything like that so um you know and watch what happens live when lisa and larsa were on she did mention that lenny's mother is now kind of taking her son's side and you know it's been a little bit difficult but like lenny is her only son her only child so like what else does she have like she kind of has no option there. But that she was rocking with Lisa at the very beginning of this whole ordeal, rightfully so because her son was acting like a goddamn fool. I don't know how I would be as a mother to see my son like imploding like that. Like I raised you.
0: I I thought I raised you better than that. Yeah. I mean, what's well, like at some point you have to kind of just realize like if you try and you try and you try with your son, like at yeah. some point you're not going to disown him for having a younger girlfriend so at some point you're gonna have to come back to his side because that's your son that's your child um I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. I like seeing them bond together. I like seeing them be like, what is he doing? You know, and I love Lisa's telling of the story. She's like, I went into the club and he was there, and I went up to her and she's evil. She licked her lips at me. She's evil. And
3: the mother-in-law's commentary. It was like almost like two girlfriends kikiing. So it was actually really It
0: was very like, like telenovela, drama yeah, theatric. Yeah. You know,
3: yeah, I was gonna say cute, but cute's the wrong word. Um, but yeah, it was it was fascinating and just to hear, like, the mom's perspective of, like, why is he doing this? Like, who is this woman? Like, all this stuff. And it was just, like, really enlightening to, like, to know that, like, Lisa was blindsided, but so was his mother. Like, he was living this, like, other life, and, like, he was hiding it from the people that were closest to him. And I think that was fascinating. And then Larsa retelling the story to Alexia. Marisol also was, quite entertaining Um, and it was also just like really cool I don't know if that's the wrong word but like I remember when the story broke yeah, and like thinking like oh my god were cameras there like are we gonna see this on the show like how is this gonna play out and so obviously cameras weren't there but we get them retelling it and their retelling of it was very detailed and almost somewhat actually no because I feel like the story said there was like a fight like drinks were thrown and stuff like that they didn't say that happened but we did get a looking of the lips which we saw later online right that it wasn't played in the show yeah
0: they didn't which i thought was odd maybe
3: i'm
0: sure katharina didn't sign off to have her image on the show um which was interesting but i'm glad that it was posted online the video oh
3: yeah and it was spot on to how lisa described it discussing and disturbing um as we were discussing before air uh with producer Devin and even when you sent it to me they will say allegedly look like they were on some um uh substances, substances. <laughs> and just like glossed over completely like like you're just too old to behave that way like you're just there's a limit. Yes. <laughs> There's a limit.
0: <laughs> She's still old enough to behave this she way, is. but he's a little past his prime. Far. <laughs> like listen, if you're popping Viagra, then you don't need to be taking any other substances no. while you're out at the club sweating it up.
3: No. It was it was gross. And just to see, like Lenny was obviously I th- it was Lisa was recording and Lenny was obviously trying to get her to stop recording, but Kathrina, like licking her lips, like looking straight into the camera and licking her lips. Like, what's wrong with you?
0: I just love how Lisa was like, she licked her lips. She's evil. <laughs> she licked her lips. And the mom was like, oh. It was great. Just, I don't know why I'm so fixated on Lisa saying that she licked her lips. And then we see the video of her licking. I'm like, what in the Diana Jenkins is happening right oh, now? Oh,
3: yes. Very, Diana Jenkins wishes she could lick her lips as good as Catherine. They, she did look kind of... um. It was it was appealing. Um, So you say. So you say. (laughs) Um, Yes. So we get that whole rundown. The four one one. I'm excited to see what the follow-up is. I mean, it continues to get greater and greater
0: there. I do like that Lisa was at least finally owning up to the fact that she was in denial. Because like Mm -hmm. the the other women are like, we've tried to tell her these things about Lenny. We thought it was obvious. And you know, finally in the confessional, she's like, I was in denial and I didn't want to believe that you know, this is really what was going on in my marriage and Mm -hmm. in my life. So Mm -hmm. I like that there was that sort of accountability that she kind of took and just this willingness to push forward. And she's like, you know, at least at this point, she knows she has the women rallying around her. She has her mother-in-law by her side. It's going to be an interesting journey to watch as it continues to unfold.
3: Yeah, and surprisingly, I thought that was going to be, you know, the end of the episode. And Larsa comes in with some piping hot tea about our girl Julia. Which is just elevating her status on the show right now, (laughs) like um, making her more and more interesting. Larsa is at this lunch with Alexia and Marisol, spilling the tea about Lisa and their night out at the F1 race and stuff like that. Um, And then she just says a slight little pivot and says, Guys, I have some more tea. And they're like, well, what is it? And I thought they were I thought they were gonna end it there and yeah. we were gonna have to wait till next week to see what it was. But no, Peacock gave the people what they wanted and let us know that Larsa has on good authority that Julia was out making out with a man recently and was and was spotted with this gentleman at like a club or bar or yeah. something like that.
0: Um is it incriminating though?
3: And what, what do you mean?
0: Like, think about it. She's like, a married if, woman. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know that. But if she's making out with a man and she's not into men, then how is that different from a straight woman making out with her gay best friend I at mean, a bar while having shots?
3: Is she a lesbian or is she bisexual? Because she's had two children she, with a man.
0: Oh, that's right. Um, I don't know. That's a good point.
3: I think I think she's in some hot water. I, regardless, I don't think Martina would like her doing that anyways. She no. doesn't like when the boobies are out. She doesn't like, like, I feel like Martina would be like, even if she was making out, if she was not attracted to this man whatsoever, I feel like she'd be like, why are you representing yourself this way? Like, why are you being sloppy out in public? Like, I think like regardless of if, like, there was no sexual attraction there, I think Martina would be like, what the fuck are you doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, Martina's very conservative and she doesn't, she's not very out there with that type of stuff. That no. Knowing that her wife is out kissing another man. Not cute.
3: Not cute. Not cute, but we're going to see it play out. I I'm... think she's
0: going to deny it.
3: Oh, for sure. She's
0: like, no, that's crazy. That never happened.
3: Yeah, 100%. But I, I kind of like this like,
0: rivalry between like
3: Marisol, Alexia and Larsa and Adriana and um um Julia. Yes. Like I kinda like I mean I think I'm stacked on the Marisol Larsa side. Yeah. Um but I, I kinda I don't know, it's like it kind of thrills me a little bit.
0: It does. And it makes Julia interesting. And yeah. it gives Adriana, you know, an ally, a buddy in this knowing that she's not with the OGs.
3: Yeah. Yeah. She's really she really isn't she never really I mean, from season one, she never really was. I mean, gosh, her season one reunion. She was outrageous. Her,
0: she, yeah, was all outrageous. of her reunions were outrageous. They even got more. <laughs> Once you bring Joanna Krupa into it. Uh, oh, my God. Adrian. And when she punched her. Remember when she punched yeah, her? Just. Oh, my God.
3: Yes. Bring so, back
0: that, Adriana.
3: L- Can you imagine she, her punching? Like,
0: well, she, Larsa would sue her. Who could she punch on the cast that wouldn't? Oh. That would be interesting. I feel like she could punch Alexia, oh, I and Alexia do that. would throw back.
3: Uh, yeah, that's why I wouldn't do it. Alexia, <laughs> Alexia seems would go scrappy because I feel
0: like Larsa <laughs> would take the hit, and then she would like try to sue her and tie her up in litigation. Yeah, whereas Alexia would get scrappy with it. Yeah. Like, you want to see a cocaine cowgirl? Let's go.
3: Yeah, I feel like Alexia's definitely thrown down before in her, <laughs> in her recent past, too. and like, yes. Not even that long ago. <laughs> yes.
0: Um,
3: wow, that was fun. I'm so glad that we're back. I think we're going to be doing in-studio recordings more Yay. often, which is thrilling. Um, but yeah, Zach, what, we have some things coming up with you down the pipeline on it was all a stream what what do
0: you have for us yes every wednesday i'm recapping the circle on netflix we've already released the first batch and we're going to be releasing the second batch this week things on the circle are heating up Love and it. then the traders is going to be coming out this month on peacock so i'm going to be recapping that oh and chatting with some of the stars brandy glanville reza farhan kate chastain kyle cook Great cast.
3: I Got love Kyle Got some scoop Kyle out of Cook. them. I, I love Kyle. I
0: and I gave him shit for his mullet too.
3: I, I that's his like only downfall to me, but like <laughs> I'm obsessed with Kyle Cook. Um that's great. I love to hear it. We also have Morally Corrupt coming out this Friday. You guys, it is Jen Shaw sentencing week for all who celebrate. Um me and yes. Zach are really thrilled about yes. this. Um so we will be covering that on Morally Corrupt. Um I'm I'm excited. Let's do some quick predictions. This is so un-Miami related, mm. but like, what do we think? For Ten Jen years, Shaw. five years, what, what, what is it?
0: I don't think she's going to get anything less than eight years.
3: Okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with ten.
0: Yeah, I would say 8 to 10. Nothing less than 8, though.
3: Okay. Yeah, I would—
0: I just feel like that's a fair number, considering she's asking for 3. The government's asking for 10. The max she can get is 14. It's unlikely that the judge will give her more than 10. They'll either take what the government says, or they'll give her just under, like we saw with, like, the Chris
3: I want them to give her what the government says. Stick it to that. I want that them to woman. give her
0: full the full 14. Full
3: 14, I would prefer that, but she I, was
0: just in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl.
3: I know. I was looking for her. I was uh, every time Utah plays. <laughs> every time I watch Utah play, I look for Coach Shaw on the sidelines. Like he's a position coach so they never really cut to him. Like yeah. he's you really have to like be looking for him to see him. Yeah. Only saw him once in one like in one game. So I was I was actively rooting against Utah because of COVID, because of Jen so go Penn State uh, they won and um, yeah I, I, I this woman has shown no remorse over what she she literally
0: done. has a federal prison sentencing on Friday and she takes a trip to Pasadena to go and be at the Rose Bowl and people are like well she's supporting her husband and I'm uh, like yeah she's been supporting her husband with elderly people's money for the past 10 years yeah but, I mean
3: like, just don't post about it you could go yeah, support your husband and keep your son not web- and low profile it. yes yes um So we just pivoted, but uh, (laughs) we will be back next week talking Real Housewives of Miami. And uh, yeah, you guys catch everything else that we have on the Ring of Reality feed. And we'll see you later.